Welcome to This Week in Brattleboro History, produced by the Brattleboro Historical Society and the Brattleboro Area Middle School. On June 17, 1887, the Soldiers' Monument on the Brattleboro Common was dedicated. In the 1880s, many communities were looking back at the Civil War and remembering those who had served. In Brattleboro, it was a veterans organization who began fundraising for a monument, and at the 1886 town meeting in March, voters chose to create a monument to honor those who fought in the Civil War. Representatives from the veterans group shared at town meeting that they had raised $1,000 towards the creation of a soldier's monument and asked that the town agree to raise another $4,000 to bring the project to a conclusion. It was proposed that the monument be placed at the spot where the Wells Fountain is presently located. This motion passed. At a following select board meeting, it was determined that the soldier's monument motion had been improper. According to the board, their only organization who had authority to create a town monument. They believed the action at town meeting to create a monument was illegal. The board decided to hold a special town meeting in April to officially make a plan for a monument that would honor Civil War soldiers. The monument design proved to be controversial. Even though the veterans group had begun fundraising and creating a design for the monument, the select board took responsibility for final design decisions. The board established a monument committee to make recommendations. Quickly, two camps formed. The veterans group won a soldier statue with a standing sentinel on top of a granite base. The community elite, represented by the board committee, were in favor of putting a reproduction of Larkin Mead's recording angel statue on top of a granite base. Here's the story of the recording angel. In 1855, Larkin Mead was a local 19-year-old with an artistic flair. On New Year's Eve, Mead and two friends, Edward and Henry Burnham, jokingly created an eight-foot-tall statue of an angel made out of ice and snow where the Wells Fountain is presently located. Larkin was the artist who shaped the statue, and Edward and Henry were the ones that kept the fire going in their father's foundry, so melted snow could be applied to the sculpture as it was formed. The melted snow froze the statue as it was created and gave Larkin a unique surface to work with. Larkin and his buddies worked through the night, and the statue was well-received by the public on New Year's Day. It was known as the Recording Angel because the angel was carrying a scroll in its hands. The story went that angels recorded all good and bad things you did during the year and reported your status to God at the end of the year. This statue began Mead's artistic career, and by the 1880s, he was an internationally known sculptor living in Europe. According to the Vermont Phoenix, at the Marchtown meeting in 1886, there were more people in favor of the Standing Sentinel statue. However, after the April meeting, the Phoenix reported that there were three times as many people in favor of the Recording Angel statue as the Standing Sentinel statue. While it wasn't clear as to what should go on top of the granite base, both camps were in favor of using West Dummerston granite for the foundation of the monument. controversy grew to the point where competing petitions were circulated in town. The select board said they wanted to award contracts for the monument in the fall, so decisions needed to be made. The local weekly newspaper, the Brattleboro Phoenix, took the side of the recording angel. The select board and many prominent businessmen were also in favor of the recording angel. Letters to the editor explained why this was the best decision. The angel was recording the names of all those who served during the conflict. 
One writer went so far as to explain that Mean was a prophet, as his original 1855 ice sculpture was predicting the sacrifice of all those from Brattleboro who went off to war. Many supporters of the angel argued that the concept was an artistic blending of military service and local pride. Meanwhile, Colonel George Hooker and Jacob Esty led those in favor of the standing sentinel. Hooker argued that veterans wanted one of their own represented on the top of the monument, and Esty thought those who were most intimately involved in the Civil War should have final say. In July, both petitions were submitted to the select board. 680 valid resident signatures were on the Standing Sentinel petition and 264 on the Recording Angel petition. The select board chose to go forward with the Standing Sentinel design and decided to place the monument on the Brattleboro Common. Frederick Holbrook, the war governor of Vermont, spoke at the monument dedication. Here is part of what he said. From very far back in the history of the world, it has been the practice of mankind to erect monuments in commemoration of great men and great deeds and events. The lessons which these monuments teach to succeeding generations are most useful and make deep and lasting impressions. From the contemplation of them, we are led to form higher ideals and take new and increased courage in the discharge of duties to ourselves, to our country, and to mankind. James Tanner, a Civil War veteran and amputee, was also asked to speak at the ceremony. He said, As we stand here in the presence of that granite, it requires no draft on the imagination to predict that it will stand while time shall last. And to all who come here to Brattleboro, it will tell the story of the loved and the lost. Over 400 Civil War veterans from Brattleboro and surrounding communities attended the monument dedication. Colonel George Hooker, Civil War Medal of Honor recipient and local businessman, also addressed the crowd. He said, The citizens of Bradwell feel a just pride in the record that made during the War of the Rebellion. The call for 300,000 men was made, and Vermont was the first state in the Union to respond. He then went on to name at least 123 Brattleboro soldiers who fought in the war. He told stories of the many who died. He did not speak of the 23 African-American soldiers who represented Brattleboro in the Civil War. This is the controversy that we will speak about next week. Please join us next week for another story from our community's past.